0: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man on. He is one of the uh, American Gladiators, just like we had Nitro on, what, last week, two weeks ago. It's Tower, Tower of Power. Steve Tower, Henneberry. Steve, how are you? Good to see you. I'm well. Thanks, thanks for having me on the show. I don't understand. You just said something that blew my mind, and I don't know that I believe you. I'm going to have to see your driver's license. You said you're 60? What? I, I turned 60 this past April. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, when I go to the gym, I see people that are 35 don't look like you. And, and uh and and in a bad way for them or a very good way for you how what where's the fountain of youth and how can i get some
2: you know it's just it's a uh, fitness and health and nutrition has been my way of life for over 40 years uh you know started when i was you know 15 years old quite frankly and uh, it's been a regimen in my in my life for a long long time and uh you know back when i was 15 in high school i was about that big around wow <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I remember buying a muscle fitness magazine back in 19, uh, what the, that was 1979. Wow. And, and Mr. America, uh, Gary Leonard was on the cover of that. And I said, wow, what would it be like to be Mr. America? And I just was mesmerized. Now keep in mind, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have social media, we right. didn't have any of that stuff. And I said, I'm going to give myself 10 years to become Mr. America. And I didn't share that. That dream or that goal with it many people at all because they would have laughed at me quite frankly because I was a skinny skinny guy right uh, maybe back then I was dripping wet of maybe 165 pounds <laughs> and uh, but it you know I trained religiously broke dates didn't go out with the buddies yeah. because I was focused on this goal that I had in mind and uh, you know I won some local competitions in Wisconsin along the way to get me, you know, to the next level. Right. And then ultimately, I had to be in California uh, to complete my goal. And uh, I ended up packing up the truck and uh, driving to California in 1985. Wow. And um, just, you know, parking my uh, parking my stuff down in San Diego and got in with a great Jim Gold's gym down in San Diego. And uh, um, I won the Mr. America in 1989.
0: That is amazing. So, Mr. America, you've also won Mr. Universe, haven't you?
2: No, I was planning on competing in the mystery okay. Universe, quite frankly, and I got this... This gig called American Gladiators.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it probably paid better. Well, l- let me ask you this, and, and it's Steve Henneberry. he He's better known as Tower from uh, American Gladiators. Uh, Muscles in Mayhem is the documentary, the docuseries that's up on Netflix now. I loved it. I binged it the first night. Most people that have seen it have binged it. It, take, it took us way back to the 80s and 90s, and we all remember watching that show and loving that show. But I remember what inspired me was Pump and Iron in 1976. I'm guessing that that probably played a big role, too.
2: Well, it did. You know, I mean, Arnold has been my mentor, quite frankly. Uh, I mean, I'll never forget um, my first day on the set of *America* at Universal Studios. Right. Um, they knocked on my trailer door and said, hey, Tyler, we need you on set. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is my first day. And I put my jacket on and I go running out and I run right into Arnold. <laughs> and he looks at me and I'm like going and he goes, you, you're that big guy on the cover of the magazine right now. He goes, wow. you look good. Nice. And I happen to be on the cover and he was down in the corner uh, advertising Total Recall. He goes, come to my dressing room. He goes, we need to talk. Wow. I look at him and I look at my stage manager and he's like waiting for me. And, he, and I go, Arnold, they really need me. on." Like, oh, go, go, come back when you finish. And I mean, That's the whole amazing. time I'm out there, i would be going, I can't believe Arnold wants me to come to his <laughs> dressing room. <laughs> no, and go ahead. So I, go, I go knocking on his door after I'm done. And he goes, come on in. And the moral of the story is that he says, he goes, big guys like us. He goes, uh, you look good on stage. He goes, but get out of bodybuilding. And I go, what, wow. what do you
0: mean? He goes, become a household name. Well, that's that. That's the truth, isn't it? I mean, he was the best bodybuilder in history. I, I know that Ronnie, I think, won more, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Arnold is the guy. He set the standard, and we didn't know who the hell he was until he got out of bodybuilding. That's true. But bodybuilding got him to where he was, and I'm guessing right. that you're pretty happy that you that you are a bodybuilder and still are, because um, it got you to where you are too.
2: You know, you're absolutely correct. But at the time, I didn't know what he meant become a household name because I was on a show that really wasn't you know the, the ratings weren't as great as they ended up being yeah. and lo and behold as we got more popular that resonated with me about becoming a household name and and quite frankly I never wanted to compete again after that because why have to and because every time you showed up for a, a photo shoot for for Joe Weeder you had to have he always every time like Joe Weeder would see me he goes Henneberry let me see them abs and you had to pull your <laughs> shirt up <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, it was always, you always had to be on. Right. You know, whether you had to be on, I mean myself and several of the other gladders, we always tried to come on the show in the best shape we could. We right. dieted, trained hard. But you know, if you go down with an injury, it's always tough to uh, to stay in the shape that you need to be in.
0: Right. Well, what's interesting about about American Gladiators is, and I don't think that the producers understood this, and to this day I'll say that uh, it was about you and Dan and Ice and others um, and your personality. That's what brought us back. Yeah, you guys were in incredible shape. I wanted to look like you and Dan. Uh, what, you know, all the little boys wanted to, you know, be in love with Ice and Zap and everybody else. But but we tuned in because of the personality. You guys already were these big, bigger than life, almost superhero looking people. But you only keep our interest if you're an interesting person as well right
2: you're absolutely correct and uh you know it's like we didn't just come out there and i wasn't i wasn't tower the gentle giant from the get-go i kind of grew into that okay where nigel just didn't come out there and he wasn't just the jerk or the, <laughs> the hothead you know he grew into that character quite frankly yeah and same laser laser was that laser beam focus and you know you ain't gonna you ain't gonna kick my butt on this map because i'm gonna i'm gonna take you down right I mean, for all characters that we developed. And I think the fan base helped us develop those, quite frankly, over yeah. the years. Because when we would do, uh, we would react a certain way, the fans loved it, or they booed us, or whatever it was. So we just kind of grew into
0: it. And sometimes getting booed was actually a good thing. It, mean, it meant that you were effective. It is uh, Steve Tower Henneberry, former American Gladiator. He's an actor. Also, you're a real estate guy now too, right?
2: Yeah, I'm selling real estate in Southern California. Nothing wrong with that? I'm loving it. Uh, you know, listen... You know, I I'm utilizing the gladiator. Um, I guess because when I first got into business, because my, my wife owns the brokerage here okay. in Westlake Village and uh, Keller Williams, and uh, she's like, don't nobody cares about the gladiators. Don't nobody cares. And I remember coaching with my coach. Now, believe it or not, I mean everything that I do, I have a coach. Okay. You know, whether it's my bodybuilding or my real estate, because you know, listen, I'm a I'm an athlete that I can take direction. I can be yes. coached. So my coach said to me, he says here's what we're going to do. He goes, I want you to put a gladiator picture up on your Facebook profile page and just change that picture up. And he goes, and we'll talk next week. Tell me what happens. So I did it. And my Facebook book just blew up. This is about (laughs) seven or eight years ago. And uh, he goes, okay. So now he says, uh, he goes, let's change up how, when you walk into a listing presentation, let's change this up uh, and, and give people who you are. Yes. And this is a, my listing
0: book right now. Oh, nice. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, hold it up a little bit higher. Perfect. No, that's not... <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna buy or sell a house with the Gladiator period, whether you like it or not.
2: Well, so the, here's the thing: when I walk in with this book, people look at the book, and they look at me, they look at the book, and they go, "We knew you, we knew you from somewhere." Yes. So now they've already welcomed me into their house thirty years ago, watching the show, right? And now I'm physically there, and it's conversation. So my coach was brilliant, quite frankly, yeah. you know, to bring this in and it works for me. When I walk in now, I mean, I have a pretty good success rate of getting that listing signed because of not only because of my success in real estate, but just who I am. And,
0: and, and God bless you. I hope uh, for nothing but, but more success for you. It's Steve Tower Henneberry, uh, Tower over on American Gladiators. Uh, I haven't asked this yet. I think I know, but, but how tall are you? I'm six foot four. Okay, hey, you're a big dude, and plus, you—I mean—you're in unbelievable shape. Those who are listening on the radio can't see him. Those watching, you know, Lucky, you can see him. Uh, I'm guessing still two fifty, maybe more.
2: No, I'm—I'm I'm about two ninety one right now. Get out of here! What?
0: Two ninety one. God bless you, man. Now, are you still competing? You're doing the Masters now, aren't you? Look at that! Holy mackerel!
2: Uh, yes, um, I played second in the nation in the Masters, Mister America, uh, last year. And we took, I, my wife and I took this year off only because I got a shoulder injury okay. trying to rehab that. But next year at, at 61, I'm gonna go back and uh, I'm gonna, Get, uh, I'm going to be the master's, Mr. America.
0: I can't imagine anybody in in uh, better shape than you are. Now, let me ask you specifically about about gladiators. You were not one of the original ones. You came a little bit later, but you seem to fit in perfectly. And again, I know I know Dan personally. I know what a really 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 good guy he is. He wasn't the guy that you saw the character that he played. He's just a really nice guy. And to accept me as fast as he did, I'm guessing they they had to have accepted you that fast because you became a a star almost immediately. A because of your personality. B because of how big you are see you were very good at beating the competitors but if you didn't get along with everybody else they wouldn't have accepted you how did that go how did you how did you even get the gig
2: well it was it was interesting because you know i auditioned for the show i got hired on but i got hired on as an alternate okay and so as an athlete you know you know it's almost like like saying that you're the backup quarterback right you want to play yeah so the only way i get to play is if someone gets hurt Well, they're my fellow brothers and and teammates. Yes. You know, of course you don't want someone to get hurt, but deep down inside, the only way I get to go out there is if someone gets hurt. And unfortunately, (laughs) (laughs) you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, Turbo ended up going down in the the middle of the second season with just a horrific knee injury. Yeah. And, you know, I got my call, you know, and uh, that was my shot.
0: And you took the shot and you ran with it and you did incredibly and people immediately tuned in. I want to see that tower guy because on television, I mean, six, four is tall as hell, but on television, you looked like you were seven, one, I mean, you, you towered <laughs> over everybody. It's a great name, by the way, tower. Um, so you were all of a sudden bigger than life moment one.
2: Correct. And when I did the show, I mean, I was six, four, three Oh five.
0: Wow. It's a big dude. And, and, I ran,
2: <laughs> and I ran a four, eight forty.
0: That's crazy. So no, so was it? Were you regularly just the competitors had no chance? I mean, were there contestants where you went, "Whoa, this guy really gave me a run here." I mean, watching it, I always expected you guys to win and just snuff out the competition. And every once in a while, somebody would show up who had a an extra spark. I mean, were, do you, would you get up for something like that? And did anybody get the best of you? I wouldn't think so. Well,
2: you know, yes. There, I mean, the athletes that that uh, beat us, like in like in Powerball or Breakthrough and Conquer, right? Were fast athletes. I yes. Mean, uh, this guy by name like Two Scoops came on the show and he ran like a 4140. Wow. But he was but he was martial arts trained. So okay. not only was he fast, but he could use his hands to shuck us. And That's funny. you know, and I mean I am a competitor and I hate to lose, you know, but uh, this if someone beat me, I'll be the first one to go over and shake his hand and say, right. Great job, brother. I mean, you're a hell of an athlete.
0: And, and, and we also lived vicariously through them. I didn't feel like I was you or nitro or turbo or laser. I felt like I was the competitor. And I was like, how would I have tried to do this against these gigantic people? And, and I think that's what the draw was of the show as well. We lived vicariously through them. There was one guy and I don't know if it was against you. I, I feel like it wasn't, but one guy ran right at you where you, you, had to stop them from, I guess, getting across the goal line. And he did like a front flip over the gladiator. And I was like, Wow. I yeah. would, I would never think you'd be able to do that. So, so these competitors are trying every trick in the book. Did it get dirty sometimes? Did it get to where they're throwing elbow at your face or grabbing your groin or something to try to win?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. And when we were on tour, um, in that, I mean, we had, we were in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'll never forget this. Um, it was a military town, and uh, a competitor came back in the locker room and started taunting. He goes, "Tower, you ain't. You're just. You know, I'm gonna take you. You ain't nothing yet." So he left the locker room, our, our tour manager esc- escorted him out of the locker room. And I told the entire team, I said, this guy's mine tonight, right? Don't come into my house and tell me that, <laughs> that I ain't enough right. and, uh, and think you're going to get away with it. So the first event, the first event on tour was, uh, the, the assault guy with the cannons, yeah. you know, the tennis balls. Right. And he took one step out and I hit him in the leg, zero <laughs> points. The next one, the next one was uh, the wall. And you, he, they get a 10-second uh, uh, you know, start on the wall. And I lined up right behind them, 10 seconds, boom. I got them, pulled them off, zero points. <laughs> and the uh, third event was Powerball. Right. And usually we play zone on the Powerball where we each stay. And I told I told my two other teammates, I said, we're playing band to man I'm on this guy. I'm following from side to side, man-to-man. And they all were in tune with it. So the, the whistle blows, and I, I lined up, and, uh, and I was – right there in his face, you know, cause he was at the line right. and we, I lined up and and the minute that whistle blew, I went flying out. Before he even had a ball, I picked him up, put him on my shoulder, carried him off the padded <laughs> floor and slammed him on the concrete floor and turned around and went to the other side. He had to get up, waited for him, boom, hit him again, took wow. him off the mat, slammed him. And I stood over him. I says, who's the, you know what now? Right. Get up. Get
0: up. Get up. <laughs> so, well, good. Well, 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 that gave you that the, the extra something. So, did he? End the, the, the day was zero points zero points and he didn't go on to the second round <laughs> well good for you uh, you're the same kind of guy i am you, somebody challenges you like that like okay let's go then <laughs> it is uh steve tower henneberry um the resurgence of gladiators because of muscles in mayhem it's got to be something cool are you seeing more people come up and go wait a second the entire time i knew you were somebody now i get it i just watched that that show
2: yeah at the, at the gym you know we, we train at the gold's gyms out here in, in southern california and at the gym i mean everyone knew me as a as a bodybuilder, and you know, and a lot of people know me as gladders, but more people come and say, hey, saw the docuseries. Binge-watched the docuseries yeah. last night. Love it. Um, you know, So it is, it's 30 years later, it's, and my wife still is blown away by it, quite frankly. Yeah. you know, She's like, do, do people not have anything else better to do than <laughs> <laughs> the, the quote? I mean, because I was undefeated at the Joust. In all my years, I never lost at the Joust. Wow. And, uh, I mean, people come up and say, you were undefeated at the Joust. How did you do it? And my wife just goes, How do people remember that stuff? And
0: that's something. <laughs> now, I, when I talked to Dan, uh, he suggested that it would be easy that this show would still be on had the producers done the right thing, had they taken care of you guys. Um, with with a show like this being so popular on Netflix, it, I would not be stunned to see a production company say, Hey, let's do this again. Uh, you think they'll do that? And would you like to be involved? I would love to be involved.
2: I mean, here's the thing I would love to still compete at 60. Wow. <laughs> I mean,. My, my mind is telling me that, but quite frankly, my body you know, probably would be like, hey, what are you doing, dum-dum? Right,
0: right. No, I got you. But I, I can easily see this coming back in the same form that it was, but they'd have to find personalities like you and everybody we've already mentioned. Uh, and I think that would, be hard, that would be hard to do. You guys are special. So being involved in it, I think, would draw the crowd back in. Again, I'm 56, so drawing me back in because I remember my youth. And then the younger people... Like I've got a bunch of kids. My my youngest child is eight. You know she she likes things like this too. She's seeing you guys on YouTube. So I, I think right. it could really it could really happen. Has anybody talked about that?
2: No one's talked about it, you know,
0: yet. Oh, but
2: if they did bring it back, I mean, another alternative would be to bring us back as mentors or coaches. Yes. Or yep. you know, for the uh, for the gladiators. Um. But I I still would love to I still would love to go out there and, and do a couple events. I really would. Maybe not the the physical events, be the tennis ball one. Right. Because I. To go up there and you know flex flex a little bit and, and work
0: the crowd i <laughs> think that'd be great it's uh, steve tower hanneberry former uh, american gladiator and he's an actor go and check out uh muscles to, uh, muscles in mayhem it's the docu-series on netflix right now steve really great to meet you we've got to throw some weights around sometime when we're near each other okay
2: absolutely i look forward to it and uh next time you're in socal you know danny just lives uh, uh about 40 minutes from me and right. uh We can maybe meet in the middle somewhere and catch a workout.
0: Let's make it happen, my friend. Thank you for coming on today, and let's do it again soon. We're back after this on The Joe Pag Show. Stay here.
1: This is The Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
0: If you haven't yet seen the docu-series about the um, the American Gladiators, Muscles and Mayhem, go and check that out. It's really, really cool. You'll see Tower in there. You'll see Nitro in there and everybody else as well. It's just a pop culture. What? what is happening, Polo?
2: Well, I mean, the only really big story, I guess, is still the Britney Spears thing. Um, dominating, and, huh? Yeah. I, and I guess she's come out saying that, you know, that she's been in the limelight her whole life. And hung around huge bands like In Sync, and she's never seen security guards, you know, hit anyone the way Wembies did.
0: We've already discussed this, though. If somebody would have done that to her, they would have, they would have gotten smacked. Absolutely, absolutely. So I I don't know what she's talking about. There you go. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie, I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a good night. Bye.
1: This is the Joe Peg Show. <laughs>